0: What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon.
1: For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. You know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show. But you know what? I love your show too. And that's what it's all about. Bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives, the origin of the swimsuit, or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find the past and the curious in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. What if
0: kittens break the clock? folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today I am so very happy to be joined by an awesome person, an awesome kid, and a fellow podcaster, my friend Ari Kelly. Hello,
2: yes, I am Ari Kelly.
0: Ari, thank you so much for joining me on this show. You are not only a podcaster for kids, but you are... A Kid Who Podcasts. Is that is that right?
2: Yeah, that is actually
0: very true.
2: <laughs> I am a podcaster and I am a kid.
0: And your podcast is called At Your Level? It is, yes.
2: So, At Your Level is kind of just an interview podcast with fun segments. and Like Bad Dad, Bizarre SMR, Nerd Out, just a couple of those. It is super fun and lots of kids get to join me and... I get to interview them. That's
0: super cool. And I'm going to hear, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about these fun segments after the story. Speaking of which, we need our first question. And this comes from a listener named Persephone. And I also want to thank her brother Ares, who submitted a question as well. Persephone asked, what if the middle of the earth was cotton candy and catnip? Ari, I'm excited about this one.
2: <laughs> yeah, this one's going to be quite difficult.
0: But it's perfect because we were asking for questions a couple weeks back because of our story where Fred went to the center of What World and we didn't know what was there. Folks at home, Persephone was just one of several kids who called in with questions or or uh, wrote in with ideas. So we are actually going to include a few extra questions, but I'm going to keep some of those a surprise, so we'll, so we'll read off a few more and we'll play one from a patron named Alex at the end. Ari, are you ready to tell our story? I'm pretty ready. Excellent. So let's find out, what if the middle of the earth was cotton candy and catnip? At the edge of a great big hole, going all the way down to the center of What If World. But no one can see the bottom of that hole. And Farrelly and Sprite All Right, well, they're so tired they've used up all their magic, getting everyone out of the hole and finding each other in that last story, if you remember. So, they don't know how to save Fred. And even Abacus P. Grumbler, he ran off on some adventure with Wendy Anna and the Learninator last week, so he's gone too. Oh my, whoever shall save our Fred the dog? Hi, I'm Ed. Ed? You look a little bit like Fred, is that a coincidence? Oh no, I'm his will brother. Fred has a brother? My goodness, how oh, is it that I never knew this?
2: I'm kind of his long last brother, so not a lot of people know me.
0: Oh, well, I was Fred's best friend before you even existed, possibly. I actually don't know how old you are.
2: Oh, I'm Fui.
0: You're three years old. Okay, well, if you think you can rescue Fred, uh, that's fine. But I think we're gonna need some backup. I'm gonna call my friend Patty Pan. I don't have a telephone, hang on. Patty! Patty Pan, can you hear me? It's JF Cat! Don't, okay, baby, she's done. And just then, Patty Pan, the flying green schnauzer, zipped in and crashed into Ed the dog and JF Cat. Who's this? Patty, you never heard of me, Patty Pan? I, is this a rescue mission? Is that why I'm here? Well, J.F. Cat invited you. Patty, why don't you fly us down to the center of What If World and we'll brief Fred the dog? Yeah, 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 sure. I can only fly one of you at a time because you are both a little bit big and a little bit heavy. Mm.
2: Oh, I, I, I can actually fly.
0: No, you can't. You're a dog without wings. How, how is it even possible?
2: Well, actually, I can spin my tongue like a helicopter.
0: Sure, you can. And Ed started spinning his tongue very, very fast. But under the stern gaze of JF Cat and the quizzical looking tufted eyebrow of Patty Pan, Ed started feeling a little nervous. And instead of revving up into the sky, he ended up just licking a lot of dirt. Yuck. Yeah. This dot is gross. I think that was a really great effort. I think you're being very brave. Gram it, Patty Pan. We gotta get a plan together and we gotta get it together fast.
2: Um, guys, shouldn't we try to go f- rescue Fred instead of s- arguing?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that sounds just like Fred or Ed or whoever you are. Ed was trying to grab JF Cat and pull him into the hole, while Patty Pan was trying to grab JF Cat and pull him into the hole. And so, All three of them tumbled into the hole together. Ah, Okay, good luck. You'll need it. They were falling and falling and falling some more.
2: I feel like I've been falling forever and ever. It feels like that time mommy went out to get groceries and never came back, but then she did.
0: I think you have a very skewed sense of time. Why don't you just wake me up after we hit something? Uh, pursuing we survive. And Jeff Cat fell asleep. Meanwhile, Patty Pan was having a blast. <laughs> I love falling. Falling is so much fun. And you know what's even better than falling? Bouncing. And just as those words left her lips, a bunch of trampolines popped into existence in this big black nothingness that they found themselves falling through. And Ed was bouncing off trampolines, and Cat was bouncing off trampolines, and Patty was diving into them and...
2: What happened? Is this, like, Patty Pan's
0: imagination? Uh, I only prefer jumping up on things when people don't want me to in order to knock something down. Well, maybe we could land on something big and fluffy and pink and wonderful and delicious like candy. And suddenly, in front of the trampolines, appeared a big, giant, soft cloud of cotton candy. Mm, I'm not a big fan of cotton candy. Maybe if it had a little bit of. The little green specks appeared in the cotton candy, just like catnip. Much better.
2: Wait a minute. Maybe there was a pattern. We can match all the same things, and maybe we can stop this pattern and get out and rescue
0: fled, But Patty Pan didn't seem to be listening to Ed. She was too busy stuffing her face full of cotton candy And folks at home. Cotton candy is not good for dogs. Meanwhile, JF Cat was eating up tiny little shreds of catnip that he found within the cotton candy as he scratched it apart, and both of them were going frantically wild, bouncing all over the cotton candy clouds! Is anybody there? I think I'm still falling! Hey, maybe we should try
2: something a little bit less... I don't know... crazy? Maybe an
0: art museum? Oh, an art museum? Yeah, that that is a little less crazy than catnip, I suppose. Why should we imagine something like that when I'm having so much fun just bouncing around and around and around and around and around? But okay, I suppose I could imagine a little bit of art. Oh, yeah, fine. But instead of imagining an art museum, they just imagined a bunch of paintings. And then they saw Fred in the distance crashing through a painting. Sorry, Mona Lisa. You
3: imaginary.
0: Oh, look at this very starry night. It's beautiful. I wonder if it could light up this black void. <sighs> JF Cat, in classic cat fashion, knocked a priceless painting into the void. And tchoo, beautiful stars and swirls spread throughout the nothingness. It's the
2: same thing as Fred. Thank goodness this is all imaginary. Are you trying to say
0: that if we imagine the same thing, then maybe that thing will appear? Yeah. I say we imagine more catnip. Or more candy. I say we imagine sticks. I hold sticks. Yeah, dirty old sticks. You know, a candy cane is kind of like a stick. Some sticks are like ropes where they put catnip on them. And just as everyone was imagining slightly different kinds of sticks, those same sticks candy canes and catnip ropes and old dirty sticks started whizzing through the void and even bumping and scratching everyone. No, just plain sticks. How is it that I
2: have to be the responsible one here?
0: You heard him. Plain old sticks, even though they're much less delicious. Everyone focused on just a regular plain old stick. And... Suddenly there were no paintings and no trampolines and no candy canes and catnip ropes and old dirty sticks and cotton candy clouds of catnip. There was just one little sphere of sticks floating in the middle of a whole bunch of blackness like a tiny planet with JF Cat, Patty Pan, Ed the Dog, and Fred. Hey, you did it! Yeah, now I'm really tired. I gotta take a nap. I think I'm having a little bit of a sugar crash. I have one last plan. You say that plan, I'm just gonna take a nap. <sighs> Fred,
2: I think your tongue is long enough so that we can fly out of
0: here. What do you mean? What am I supposed to do with my tongue to make me fly? Just spin it around in a helicopter motion. <gasps> oh my goodness, you think that could really work?
2: In theory, it could be very, 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 very dangerous.
0: I can fly! Yay! And Fred first stretched his tongue around his three friends, then started whipping it around and around and around and around and around and around, and around and faster and faster and faster and faster until, yes, indeed, he was floating up, up, up towards a tiny pinprick of light that must have been the surface of what-if world.
2: What? Why haven't you mentioned your widow brother before?
0: Oh, you know, I'm really sorry about that. It might seem strange, but it's a very long and interesting story. And when I finish telling it to you, it will not only make complete sense, you'll think it was very good that I didn't tell everyone until right now.
2: Wait a minute. This isn't good. The whole what-if world isn't big enough for you,
0: friend. Oh, you're right. My tongue is way too long as it spins around. We're gonna need a smaller, stronger tongue. A younger tongue. Like, from a other dog. Maybe a pug mix. Oh, okay. Maybe me. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. You can do it, Ed. I believe in you even though I only just met you. and and Ed while he did have a very long tongue like Fred it wasn't quite as long so he had to spin it even faster and faster and faster and they were still going up through the hole as they went up His tongue scraped dirt off the sides of the hole and it fell behind them. His tongue was getting dirty and cramped and they were almost just a foot away from the top of the hole back to the surface of what if world when. His tongue was finally licked. Now what's going on? J.F. Cat grabbed the very edge of the ledge, and as Ed and Fred and Patty Pan were about to fall back into the hole, he clawed and scrambled his way back up and out. What would you three do without me? Ow! Patty Pan immediately started digging with her hind legs and filling up the hole with dirt, while J.F. Cat found a whole horde of Abacus P. Grumbler's crystal balls and... was crashing them into the hole to help fill it up, too. Ed, thank you so much for helping save me. Will I ever see you again? Why would you see me? It's totally not like
2: I'm from a different podcast and I'm going to disappear at the very end of this
0: story. Okay, bye, little brother Ed. Love you. See you soon. Bye. Have fun you at well. your level. The end. Ari! That, that was a blast. That was pretty good. And I have been on your show, isn't that right? That is. I think you want on episode four? At Your Level, which is Ari's podcast. You want to tell us a little bit about it?
2: So, At Your Level is a stories podcast for kids and by kids with tons of segments like Bad Dad, Bizarre ASMR... Nerd That's that one's where we basically just learn a bunch of stuff about the episode's topic. It's very kid-based.
0: Yes, and and every so often, an adult gets to uh, bring out their inner child uh, by having some fun on At Your Level. Ari asks me about every single character in What If (laughs) We're...
2: This is the sign that you're a very big What If World fan.
0: <laughs> well, I'm a very big At Your Level fan. Is there anyone at home or uh, abroad that you would want to shout out or thank or anything like that?
2: I mean, I would really just like to thank my brother and my mom, because they've really helped me with the podcast. Like, Ben makes all the transitions, and my mom helps with all the editing and scripting and really just all of it.
0: Ben and Tal are a big part of At Your Level, and much like my show would not exist without Miss Karen, your show would not exist without Ben. Oh, before we go, we gotta play the secret question from our patron named Alex. Hello,
2: my name is Alex, I am seven years old, and this is my what if question.
0: Ah, what if Red Dog used his tongue like he was a helicopter to get out of the hole he made? Thank you, Alex. That was the the inspiration that allowed Ari and I to quite literally or quite figuratively dig ourselves out of that hole. We also had the following questions from patron Emma. What if the center of what if world was candies, you know, tying in with the cotton candy. Uh, and the sugar (laughs) rushes and the candy canes. Then we had Oliver. What if it was made out of trampolines? We had Maya and Gavin. What if Fred fell into a famous painting? I had a lot of fun with that. And uh, Ari, thank you for pointing out that it is not fun to destroy precious art. (laughs) Yes, please.
2: If you see that, do not go and headbutt that painting. (laughs) Do not headbutt It is a historical piece of art. And one of the most fine pieces.
0: Enjoy it, that's what it's there for. And leaving it there lets generations continue to enjoy it. And then finally, uh, Dante, who said, what if it wore a bunch of sticks, of course. And that's how we got our ending. So... Thank you again, Ari, for your help today. Thanks to all of our listeners and patrons for their questions uh, around this topic. We tried to squeeze in as many as we reasonably could. <laughs> and Ari, I'm I'm sure I'll talk to you soon.
2: Yeah, for sure. Have a good one. All right, bye. All right, bye.
0: Now I got a big woof woof for Alex who'll be turning 8 on March 2nd. And hi to his little sister, Anastasia. Mamma Gemma here to give a big old shout-out to Aurora. Oh, now I got another for Sazzy, who loves gaming, both computer games and tabletop games. Now let's hear it for Zane, age 8. He likes Legos and reading. And his beep-beep mom, Christine, loves me, Randall Radbot. Per finally, there's Jacob, who loves Legos, cats, dogs, and Fortnite. He's 12 years old. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Ari Kelly for his great guest work as Ed the Dog, and all you kids at home who know that sharing your imagination can be a lot more powerful than keeping it to yourself. Until we meet again, keep wondering...